There were some large spot price sell-offs in precious metals this week, and those who watched spot price action, especially when COMEX hours began, can likely verify here that they are also human. All this led to a mixed response by bullion market participants, a positive portion of the crowd, feels excited, looking to add to their bullion positions as exceedingly low price points become available, while another large and often vocal portion of the bullion buying crowd is sick and tired of fundamental realities still nowhere near reflected in ongoing real valuations for physical precious metals, at least on a relative basis to other asset classes at the moment. Now, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a mix of both sentiments or feelings watching spot price sell-offs this week. That said, I didn't hesitate to buy silver and platinum bullion respectively, given these recently large spot price dips. Sure, spot prices could linger lower as we head further into this summer. And oh yeah, if we have some deflationary bank system failure, product availability at the moment is robust and there is near immediate delivery in most bullion products as well. Price premiums relative to ongoing spot prices have slimmed down considerably over the last few months. Given that and some of the falling factors at play, I chose not to wait around gambling on what might happen next. Instead, I simply purchased the bullion. Let me remind you and myself of a few of the major contributing factors on the physical silver fundamental side that led to my decision to buy now and not wait for later. First, the highly leveraged COMEX silver futures market where most of the current day-to-day -day silver spot price is pushed around, dictated at least for now. Its inventory is at historically low levels, not merely in the quote registered or up for delivery or paper warrant swap category, but also in the COMEX eligible pile especially when one considers that nearly half of it is unsecured SLV silver ETF holdings that supposedly sit in New York somewhere with JP Morgan. All in, the Comex Silver Warehouse might collectively have only about one-fifth of annual silver demand as its float in their highly leveraged but mere fractionally backed silver futures warehouses. The silver supposedly sitting in London for safekeeping has not been replenished since India raided much of it last year with its collective record silver bullion buying spree of 2022. Also, the vast majority of this reported 800 million ounces of silver held in London is spoken for by either unsecured silver ETFs, private investors, or other financial institutions. As well, India has been completely amiss and gone from the silver bullion buying market thus far in the year. The second half of the year is typically their wedding season, so I would expect at least some tepid demand to come back into the market for silver, at least from the Indian side. If you look at the chart on the far left, you can see that there's been a local discount uh, for silver in the local market as well. The blue bars on the top left reflect the fact that they've been non-existent in terms of demand this year compared to last year's record volume. On the far right, that's a long-term chart showing you 2023, how tepid their silver demand has been. And especially when you look in relation to 2022, where they went and raided London, literally. SRS Rocco reports also pointed out this week that silver solar demand is on pace to potentially double by 2025, while reports out of China continue to show that solar demand there is not only exploding, but also silver input loads per panel are ramping up for better efficiency in new solar panels being manufactured, all for critical future energy needs of that large economy. SRS Rocco also reported out that their current estimate for all costs for silver mined at the end of 2022 was $20.50 an ounce. And thus my belief is when you get 
silver bullion near the cost of production, especially with all these other contributing factors at hand, many that we've talked about on this channel for years, well, you just pony up and pull the trigger, adding to your prudent positions. Finally, just look at our reckless leadership and imagine what they will have done by the time we get to the year 2025. After all, there is no debt ceiling cap from here to however much higher there will eventually become. Uh, Personally, I'm not waiting for that nosebleed number to come out. I'd rather just got my bullion now at these relatively low price points while they last. I hope you out there are doing similar. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these bullion market updates. And be sure to visit sdbullion.com forward slash sweepstakes to enter our free 500 ounce Silver Eagle coin giveaway. Want to win 500 Silver Eagle coins just like this guy? Yeah, this is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. I'm calling to you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a monster box of 2022 Silver Eagles. Unbelievable. That is awesome. <laughs> so click the link below for your chance to win. Good luck to all of you out there who enter our free 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin giveaway sweepstakes. As mentioned, spot prices dipped strongly this week and it remains to be seen how much further they may go as we await the Fiat Fed's rate hike cycle into recession and eventual rate cuts to come. The spot silver price closed just under 22.50 an ounce bid while the spot gold price finished the week at 1,920 an ounce bid. The spot gold silver ratio ballooned to 85. On a technical basis, I suggest watching gold not only now in this spot price weakness, but also for the eventual breakout to come. Gold leads typically as secular bullion bull markets go to their next level. I'm waiting and looking forward to seeing 2,000 and 2,100 ounce gold becoming the spot price floor. A bit of bullion industry news is the Australian Senate is about to make a further public inquiry into a few recent scandals at the Australian Perth Mint regarding lackluster anti-money laundering and KYC compliance as well as issues regarding alleged impure gold bars sold into the Shanghai Gold Exchange Chinese market. All these supposed scandals aside, the Perth Mint has been enjoying record-sized silver and gold bullion sales over the last three plus years. Of course, we'll keep an eye on it and keep you up to date if any unknown issues turn up in this coming inquiry. The United States' Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, or OCC, report this past week that precious metals derivatives held by three of some of the largest U.S. banks grew larger since their last update. Ted Butler pointed out that specifically J.P. Morgan and Bank of America's precious metals derivative book blew out relatively larger in proportion and larger on a percentage basis than the relative silver and gold spot price action has moved over that three-month time frame. Nearly 90% of all exotic derivatives traded in the United States by banks are traded by four mega banks. And in here it was reported that precious metal derivative contract holdings at the end of 2023, you can see them, most of which are loaded in paper bets expiring within a one year time frame. Now just under a year ago, the OCC began having to report outsized precious metals derivative exposure by banks within the USA. At the same time, a longtime former London gold trader spoke frankly about the global gold and precious metals market and where it all eventually ends. The video we created on this topic was entitled, quote, Longtime London gold trader, precious metals markets are paper derivative shams. 
And I'm gonna leave a link to that video in the comments and show notes for you. So if you somehow missed it, you can go check it out. Moving on to our final piece or point of tonight's SD Bullion market update. While US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is over in Paris, France, basically admitting that more regional bank failures or bank consolidations, as she puts it, are coming, she's also continually pumping for more balance sheet expansions for both the IMF and World Bank ahead of the next global crisis to come. Now, she knows there's an open competition coming from the East and the BRICS and the BRICS Plus Associated in terms of world persuasion and trade settlement. And having the U.S. dominated IMF and World Bank fully ready to flood the global system with more fiat dollar denominated debts is in her interest while likely not being in theirs. Cut to best-selling author James Rickards, who has been making major headlines of late by flat-out declaring that the BRICS Plus contingent will be moving toward a currency trade settlement linked to gold by the end of August of this summer. He writes, The Biggest Monetary Shock in 52 Years by James Rickards I recently revealed that the so-called, quote, BRICS Plus Countries will announce the creation of a new currency at its annual Leaders Summit conference on August 22, 2023. This will be the biggest upheaval in international finance since 1971. It's taking direct aim at the fiat US dollar. Quite simply, the world is unprepared for this geopolitical shockwave. It appears likely that the new BRICS Plus currency will be linked to a weight of gold. This plays to the strengths of BRICS members, Russia and China. These countries are the two largest gold producers in the world and are ranked 6th and 7th respectively among the 100 nations with gold reserves. One difficulty in considering the impact of the new BRICS currency on the dollar is that all dollar indexes compare currency to currency, but that's meaningless since the dollar, euro, and sterling could all suffer from a loss of confidence at the same time. If gold goes from 2,000 to 10,000 per ounce, that is better understood as an 80% valuation of the dollar from 0 0.0005 ounces per dollar to 0.0001 ounces per dollar. That's a collapse of confidence, but you'll miss it if you're looking at euros or yen. Those currencies will all be collapsing at the same time. The only way to measure the dollar. The only objective measure for dollar strength is the dollar price of gold by weight, since gold is not a central bank currency. This resolves any valuation conundrum as follows. Number one, dollar strength can only be properly measured by gold. Number two, gold is money, but it is also a commodity. Number three, bricks are dollar poor, but commodity rich. Number four, a new BRICS plus currency will be linked to gold. So the collapse of the dollar really means higher inflation and a much higher dollar price for gold. That means other commodity prices will rise in lockstep. A commodity boom favors BRICS, generally speaking. This dynamic could lead the BRICS plus currency to displace the dollar as dominant payment currency more quickly than most expect because of the link to gold. Except for direct participants, the world has mostly ignored this prospect. The result be a shock to the international monetary system coming in a matter of weeks. Now James Rickards goes further on in the article discussing how gold manipulation is real and it's data proven. It's a flat out fact if you ever bothered to look at the daily price data over the last multi-decades. He ends the article by stating China and Russia are likely to call the shots. If the dollar price of gold goes up, the value of BRICS 1 will go up against the dollar. If I'm a BRICS member, I might want the dollar price of gold to go up so I can buy U.S. goods and services on the cheap. Conversely, if I'm a BRICS member and a commodity exporter, I might want the dollar price of gold to go down so parties with dollars will buy more of my commodities. Of course, that undermines the point of the BRICS currency to some extent because the whole idea is to get away from dollar-based transactions. 
China and Russia are likely to call the shots. My estimate is that they will want a high dollar price for gold in order to make the BRICS currency more valuable. This will help to increase their own wealth and destroy confidence in the fiat US dollar. This policy backed up by physical gold purchases could drive the dollar price of gold to 3,000 per ounce or higher very quickly. In reality, the BRICS currency and physical gold are pegged and unchanged. If gold goes to 3,000 per ounce, we are actually witnessing the collapse of the dollar. That's the whole idea. The dollar stands to lose in value measured in gold or BRICS currency. The dollar will also lose value due to inflation resulting from the lower value. It will take more dollars to buy imported goods or take vacations abroad. Moving money to stocks, bonds, or savings accounts won't protect you because they're all denominated in fiat US dollars. There's a simple solution to this coming currency crisis. Just buy gold bullion. That will preserve wealth and protect you from inflation. You can always sell the gold bullion if you need fiat US dollar cash. It's just that you'll get more cash than what you used to buy the bullion in the first place. That's what the BRICS are doing, and you can too. Time to hop on the BRICS bandwagon with gold bullion. Some of you might understandably scoff at Jim Rickards' latest writings and declarations, but it takes a lot of nerve to make a claim that large with an explicit date attached. The good news is we are only a few months away from seeing if his claims are merely gold hopium or if they prove to be groundbreaking.